the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. CO Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Another attempt from the president to, give the gov- to get the government up and running. Here's correspondent Greg Clugston. Under his plan, the president would extend deportation protections for some undocumented immigrants in exchange for $5.7 billion in border wall funding. This is a common-sense compromise both parties should embrace. The president says Democrats in the past have supported most of the elements in his proposal, and he promoted his plan as a way to break the logjam and provide Congress with a path forward to end the government shutdown. However, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls the plan a non-starter. Greg Clugston, Washington. Nearly 1,600 flights were canceled in and out of the U.S. as a major winter storm stymied travel across the country. More details at srnnews.com. Dennis Prager believes teachers' unions are part of the problem. One is allowed to chew gum and walk at the same time. Understand how destructive teachers unions are without having animosity toward all teachers. Teachers unions are destructive forces in in America. They're dark forces. Sorry. Some wonderful people are members of the dark force, the teachers union. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Another hour of the Narn up next in just a few moments. Join us on Thursday, January 31st at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins for Prepare and Respond. Learn about scalable emergency action plans, building security, cybersecurity, physical security, and this is free for educators, small business owners, church leaders, and IT teams. Register and learn more at am1280thepatriot.com, supported by Hensington and Snoxel. Sunny skies, looks like a high of 9 with a low of 0 today. Going to see some clouds later on in the afternoon. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Welcome back to AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take the phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And you can check out our Facebook page. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like if you have not done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, spent the first hour on a lot of the national news. Kind of want to take some local angles. Uh, one of our, one of the members of our congressional delegation here in Minnesota was making the rounds on CNN this past week and some other news outlets. Uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, of course, succeeded Keith Ellison in Congressional District 5. And if you're not familiar with CD5, it is a congressional district where a wind-up set of chattering teeth could run as a Democrat and still get 60% of the vote in that district. Yes, it is made up largely of uh, uh, Hennepin County, the vast majority of Hennepin County, including the entire city of Minneapolis. So if you can win the city of Minneapolis by a wide margin, you know, all the other uh, city, little towns and suburbs in that district, uh, uh, Fridley, uh, Spring Lake Park, uh, Robbinsdale, Crystal, New Hope, I mean, that pretty much is uh, going to, Minneapolis will pretty much carry the day and offset whatever supporting Republican might get in the suburbs. And even in some of those first-ring suburbs, Democrats win pretty handily. So my point is it's a pretty safe district. And Ilhan Omar, 
as long as she wants to continue to run for re-election in that particular district, she'll continue to get re-elected. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Well, she was on, she made quite a stir this past week. Uh, There was a tweet that was put out uh, showing Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham in 2015, when the presidential race for 2016 was starting, was really getting started. And some of you may not remember Lindsey Graham was actually a candidate for president. He was one of like the 17 Republicans that was vying for the GOP nomination in 2016. Now, Lindsey Graham was considered more of the second tier of candidates and, you know, really, really never got any traction, really never was a serious contender for the nomination and fell by the wayside. And he was one of the more vocal critics of then-candidate Donald Trump. And as a matter of fact, someone on Twitter posted an audio clip of Lindsey Graham saying, flat out, Donald Trump is a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. Now, this is from 2015, so about three and a half years ago. And this is being trotted out there because Lindsey Graham has actually been in the president's corner on a lot of issues, whether it was the skinny repeal of Obamacare, the, the tax reform bill, uh, the the immigration issue. Now, let's not forget, Lindsey Graham was often chided as as Lindsey Gramnesty because a lot of people thought he was seeking amnesty for illegal aliens in this country, and they thought he was a disciple of John McCain. John McCain was uh, very, uh, shall we say, non-conservative on the immigration issue. Okay, now to John John McCain, I certainly understand to a certain extent. He lives in Arizona, which is a, a border state. So McCain, I could I can understand more or less. But uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, again, disciple of of John McCain, was kind of on the uh, uh, amnesty bandwagon, so to speak. And as I said earlier, uh, amnesty has almost become a meaningless word because people apply it to to everything. But again, don't want to go down that road again. My point is is that people put this video clip out there. And Ilhan Omar responded to that by saying, she uh, retweeted that tweet and responded uh, saying something along the lines of, uh, well, I'll look up the exact tweet here in a moment. I just, for some reason, just uh, shut it down. But Ilhan Omar found that tweet and said, they got him, he is compromised. And this is kind of a perpetuation of a conspiracy theory that's been out there that people are saying, what happened to Lindsey Graham? He was so critical of Donald Trump during the nomination process, and now he's pretty much aligned in lockstep with everything Trump does. Uh, People conveniently leave out the Syria issue where Donald Trump indicated that they're going to pull troops from Syria, and Lindsey Graham is adamantly opposed to that and continues to be adamantly opposed to that and continues to be very vocal in his opposition over that. But that doesn't fit their narrative, so they conveniently leave that out. So a lot of people are saying, what happened to Lindsey Graham? All of a sudden, he's completely aligned with Donald Trump. And the insinuation is that Lindsey Graham or Donald Trump found out or knows for fact that Lindsey Graham is actually gay, and Lindsey Graham wants to keep that a secret. And therefore, in order for Trump to keep that a secret, Lindsey Graham agrees to go along with everything the president says and does. And Ilhan Omar, by saying they got him, he's compromised, meaning Graham is compromised, is kind of perpetuating that conspiracy theory. And we do have an audio clip of Ilhan Omar appearing on CNN. And again, it's not often I give kudos to CNN, but I'm giving them multiple kudos on this show today. You know, I'll give them credit where credit is due. They were willing to ask Ilhan Omar about this, what she meant by this. This is uh, clip number two, Representative Ilhan Omar talking about that tweet uh, saying Lindsey Graham is compromised. Clip number two, Adam, if we got that The message right. about the, the kind of inclusive societies we can all mm-hmm. live in. Well, positive one. We need to ask you about this. You tweeted, we're going to put this up on the screen regarding uh, Republican Congressman Senator Lindsey Graham. Uh, I believe we we have this tweet saying they got him. He is compromised. Uh, And there it is. I wonder if you'd explain what what you were talking about there. This is this has sparked a fair amount of criticism, uh, not just from Republicans. Can you explain that comment? 
don't so think so. So over the last three years, um, we have seen many times where uh, Senator uh, Lindsey Graham has told us how dangerous this president could be if we were, he was given the opportunity to be in the White House. And all of a sudden, he's made um, not only a, a 180 turnaround, but a 360 turnaround. Oh, oh stop right there. And stop so right there. I am he's not only made a 180 turnaround, but a 360 turnaround. That would imply that he's back to where he was originally, which means critical of Donald Trump. So that seems to fly in the face of a lot of her criticisms there. And yes, Lindsey Graham has said Donald Trump, where he get in the White House, is very dangerous. But Donald Trump is in the White House. So if you're a member of Congress... You can't ignore that fact. You have to go about your duties in a representative republic, which is passing legislation and trying to encourage the executive, which is Donald Trump, to sign it into legislation. That's what this is all about. Everything that goes on during the primary process, it's a, it's a, it's a dog and pony show. You know, remember in 2008 when Joe Biden said Barack Obama was unequivocally qualified, unqualified to be president, was not qualified to be president, and was asked about it in a debate with Obama standing next to him, Joe Biden said, yeah, I stand next to the statement. Do you remember who Barack Obama tabbed it as, as his vice president? Yeah, Joe Biden. Okay, so they come together eventually. So continue with that, Adam sure uh, that there is something happening um, with him, whether it is, um, uh, you know, uh, something that has to do with his uh, funding when it comes to running for, for office, whether it has uh, something to do with the polling that they might um, uh, have in, in his district, or whether it, it has to do Carolina. with um, some sort of uh, leadership within uh, the Senate. He is somehow uh, compromised to no longer stand up for the truth uh, and, quite, and to, to make sure that he is uh, fighting um, to, to protect the oath that he took uh, in serving the American people. But, but that, that's quite a charge to make. You say you're pretty sure based on, based on what evidence, what, what facts. That, that's a remarkable uh, comment to make about a sitting U.S. senator. The, 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 ev the evidence really is um, present to us. Uh, it's being presented to us in the way that he's behaving. But that's not evidence. That, that's your opinion. But now as a sitting member of Congress, you would have tweeted, they got him on this. A again, just based on what evidence, Congresswoman? My, my tweet was just uh, uh, an opinion based on what I believe uh, to be visible to me, and I'm pretty sure uh, there are uh, lots of Americans who, who agree on this. Okay. I do want to so ask you also the message. That, that, I, I don't know where to begin. That, that's just incoherent. Okay? She, she clearly meant they got him. He's compromised. And she was perpetuating the rumor about Lindsey Graham's alleged closet homosexuality. Why not just come out and say it then? And then saying, well, a lot, you know, a lot of other people are, are, you know, are, are going with that talking point. So you're just going to pile on without any evidence? A lot of other people are saying this without any evidence? You're just going to pile on? Again, you, you can, you, I, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I certainly didn't expect L Senator Lindsey Graham to be one of Trump's strongest allies. That's been a surprise to me. To be to be sure, you know, I mean, I, on the Hugh Hewitt pro, on the Hugh Hewitt show, which is heard every weekday, five to eight a.m. on this very station. I remember during the North Korea talks, just prior to the North Korea talks, Lindsey Graham would come on Hugh Hewitt show and he would talk about how the president is very serious, very engaged in getting prepared for these talks and the serious nature of the nuclear pro proliferation that's taking place in North Korea. I'm like, is this Lindsey Graham? Okay, yeah, I'll admit, even I was surprised. But I took it as, hey, Lindsey Graham, in this case, has to be a pragmatist because he's a member of Congress. And if you're going to get stuff passed through Congress and signed by the executive, yeah, you're going to want to bring a spirit of negotiation to the executive. I mean, that, that's just common sense. So this idea, that, yeah, he said some pretty, he had some pretty strong condemnations of, of Donald Trump in 2015. I'll give you that. No question about it. But he's not saying that the president is a good guy, all right? He probably still believes some of those things about the president and is still uneasy about the president saying those things. But at the end of the day, Donald Trump is president, and this is what you have to do, okay? You have to put some of those things aside. So, again, this was not a good look for, for Representative Ilhan Omar. Very clearly could not answer when pressed on this stuff. And here's the thing. This is what happens when you live in such a safe 
congressional district like Ilhan Omar does. She's going to continue to get rubber stamped through. This isn't going to affect her polling and within her district in the least. Not in the least. And yet, this is what happens when she's given tough questions. She can't handle and she's And she looks bad. But because she checks enough boxes on the intersectionality scorecard, let's see, woman, uh, minority, Muslim, I, you know, obviously... She's going to be touted as as one of the rising young stars, even though you heard nothing of substance in that answer. And this and this is what I maintain to this day. I don't care what gender you are, what religion you are, what race you are. None of that matters to me if you're willing to cut spending, cut regulations, keep low taxes, fight for personal liberty and freedom. Okay, all and, and and be a strong advocate in upholding civil liberties. You do all that, nothing nothing else matters to me because then you represent me and my beliefs. That's it. You can represent my values and my beliefs without being the same race or religion or gender as me. This isn't complicated. So uh, Ilhan Omar was also pressed, and uh, we'll. Uh, why, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. Ilhan Omar was also pressed about a tweet a, that was sent out a few years ago that resurfaced during her campaign, which had tinges of anti-Semitism to it. Uh, a lot of anti-Semitism running around in the far-left Democrat Party these days. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Is your monthly debt load getting you down? Would you like to finally make those home improvements you've been dreaming of? Twin City home values have increased a lot in the past six years, leaving many homeowners with significant equity. Equity that can be tapped for a new cash-out refinance home loan that could make one or both of these options possible. Hi, this is Joe Metzler for iMortgageJoe.com, an award-winning locally-based lender, Mortgages Unlimited. Imagine the possibilities with the extra money you'd have each month if you consolidated all those debts into one single new mortgage payment. Imagine her happiness if that dream kitchen remodel finally got done. I am also offering a free detailed no obligation 10 page report showing your home's current estimated value. Reach out to me today for a copy of your home's value report or to set up a no hassle pressure free loan review at 651-552-3681 or online at imortgagejoe.com. That's imortgagejoe.com. Mortgages Unlimited is an equal housing lender, not an offer to enter into an interest rate lock agreement. Not everyone will qualify. NMLS 274132. Does your church, school, or small business know what to do in the event of an emergency? Do you know how to handle threats to your building and property? Are you set up to stop cybersecurity threats and data breaches? Do you have an emergency action plan in place? If you answer no to any of these questions, join us Thursday, January 31st at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins for Prepare and Respond. This free event is geared towards pastors, church security team members, school administrators, and small businesses. Prepare and Respond hosts industry experts who will teach you how to put a scalable action plan in place to keep your congregation, faculty, students, colleagues, and businesses safe. Join us on Thursday, January 31st from 8 a.m. to noon at the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins. A complimentary breakfast will be served to the first 100 people to register. To learn more about this free event and register, go to am1280thepatriot.com. Prepare and Respond is supported by Henningsen and Snoxel. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
Welcome back, Camp 12 Agent Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Feel free to check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Feel free to like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like and uh, keep up on all of the things going on with the NARN. And as always, we appreciate your support over these many years. Uh, Mitch brought up yesterday on the show, uh, in the first week of March, first weekend of March, it'll be the 15-year anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Wow. Uh, what a what a ride it has been. Uh, Mitch Berg and King Banyan were two inaugural members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. They're still here. Mitch still on Saturdays on AM 1280 The Patriot. King has since moved over to our sister station, AM 1440 The Businessman, for the King Banyan Show. But uh, nevertheless, they're still here uh, putting out fantastic radio. I've been here about exactly half that time, seven and a half years. Uh, it was already a well-established, well-oiled machine when I got here, and I'm just trying not to goof things up. That's uh, <laughs> that's the best I could do, as, as, as far as I can tell you. But uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in, because let's be honest, without you, the listeners, and your constant support, no way we put in 15 years at this uh, radio station. just doesn't happen. So want to continue with a look at Ilhan Omar. We pe- played a clip Last segment of her being pressed on her tweet about how saying Lindsey Graham is compromised, that's why he's in lockstep with Donald Trump, is because Trump has some damaging information about uh, uh, Graham's alleged closet homosexuality, which, uh, okay, whatever, far-fetched, but uh, that's what they're going with. But one thing uh, that she's been dogged by is allegations of anti-Semitism. And this is a big issue that came up for her in her district. Now, again, If she carries the city of Minneapolis, she wins regardless of what the other suburbs vote. But one key suburb in CD5 is St. Louis Park, where there is still a prominent Jewish population. Now, obviously, if she's an anti-raging anti-Semite, that's not going to play well in that area of the district. And you can sit there and say, well, she doesn't need that part of the district. And, yeah, that's true. She'll she'll continue to be reelected election after election after election as long as she wants to be. But if you have one part of your district that's not down with your anti-Semitism, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem that's going to dog you. I don't care how often you're going to get reelected. Okay? And this is in line with a tweet that she put out back in November of 2012. This surfaced when she was running in the primary, in the Democrat primary in CD5, a tweet that said, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. And she was uh, big on board with this uh, BDS movement. And BDS stands for, uh, gosh, I can never remember exactly what the um, uh, BDS stands for. But anyway, she's uh, with the, uh, let me let me look this up. I want to, for purposes of full disclosure, yeah. Uh, it's a movement to boycott, divest, and sanction Israel. Now, Israel is obviously a, a big ally to the United States, our lone Western outpost in the Middle East. And a lot of people question a lot, a lot of the, well, particularly the raging anti-Zionists, uh, say Israel doesn't have a right to exist. You even have some of them saying, you know, get out of Palestine. And so uh, kudos again to Christiane Amanpour. She's not exactly a conservative stooge, but she was talking to Ilan Omar this past week about America's support for Israel, and then brought up this particular tweet that Omar put out in November of 2012. So, Adam, if we have clip number three ready, here we go. Ilan Omar with Christian Amanpour. Can I just move on to something that's generally right of passage for politicians in the United States, and that is to sort of profess sort of fealty or at least pay homage to APAC, the the pro-Israel PAC that is very, very prominent. Um, Should... Jewish Americans be worried about Congresswoman Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib because of the BDS movement, because of one of the tweets that you made a long time ago. You know, you're part of a new wave of Democrats not afraid to be critical of the government of Israel. And during the 2012 military offensive in Gaza, you tweeted, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. How do you put that into context now, and what do you say to American Jews? 
So I remember when, when that was happening, um, watching TV and really feeling as if um, no other life was being impacted in, in this war. Uh, and that really, unfor those unfortunate words were the only words I could think about um, expressing at that moment. And what is really important to me is that people recognize that there is a difference between criticizing a military action um, by a government that, that has exercised um, really oppressive uh, policies and being um, offensive or, or attacky to uh, particular people of, of faith. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, and the offensive she's talking about, and I, and I remember this, and a lot of people are often critical of Israel when they get attacked. And it's like, well, you know, their 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 response wasn't proportional to, to the attack upon them. So they're acknowledged attack, but they say the response isn't proportional. Well, uh, here's a here's probably a, a, a healthy tip to you. Don't attack Israel. Then they'll have no reason to, to, to fight back. And uh, Philip Klein at the Washington Examiner wrote a piece at the end of uh, 2018, or 2018, because, of course, this was just a few days before the uh, the new um, the new Congress was going to be uh, sworn in. And he he warned people ahead of this. He says, you know what? Her anti-Semitism, her rampant anti-Semitism anti is, is being glossed over. And I'll just read a... Um, Read, yeah, I'll, I'll read a um, excerpt of this. Uh, the Times referred to some Jewish leaders feeling betrayed by her clarification of her support for the movement to boycott, divest, and sanction Israel. This completely papers over what happened. In reality, Omar was asked point blank at a candidate forum in August to clarify her position on the BDS movement. She said, I believe right now with the BDS movement, it's not helpful in getting that two-state solution. Once elected, she then came out and said she did support BDS. That's quite the quote-unquote clarification. What's worse is the Times ignores uh, another source of criticism. In a 2012 tweet she has never deleted or apologized for, she claimed Israel hypnotized the world. And, of course, we heard in that sound clip uh, Christiane Amanpour read that tweet to her saying, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. Uh, the idea of there being a conspiracy theory in which Jews exert some sort of mystical powers of control over events to the detriment of the world has been at the heart of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories for years. Yet the New York Times decided to completely ignore this, perhaps because doing so might actually show that Omar critics have a point and that they're not simply motivated by racism or fear of somebody different. It would show that for all of Omar's talk of being made to feel otherness, she is perfectly content to other minorities as long as they're only Jews. This is the latest demonstration that the Times is perfectly comfortable excusing anti-Semitism as long as it's, as it's coming from the left and masked as mere criticism of Israel. And again, this, this was in response to the New York Times just being so taken in by the multiple boxes checked on the intersectionality scorecard. You know, I mean, no question Ilhan Omar has a very compelling story. Her, along with Rashida Tlaib, uh, are the first two Muslim females to be elected to U.S. Congress. Regardless of what you think about that, that's undeniably historic. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Not at all. But the problem is when they put out certain policies or advocate for certain things that Americans find undesirable, like, oh, I don't know, being anti-Israel, that should, that should be part of a nuanced discussion. But instead, it's just dismissed as, wow, you, you, you're, you're fearful of, of strong Muslim women. No, we want we want answers to these questions. You know, like Rashida Tlaib, she was the one who said that she was about President Trump or going to impeach the MFR. Okay, and then when asked about it, she ran away from the media, 
And the media was then criticized, saying, "Well, they're only going after her, you know, because she she said a she said a bad word, you know. Why are men allowed to swear, but women aren't? So they so they they go and whitewash. It's like no, they want to ask her what she meant by impeach him. Impeach him on what? What did what is she going to bring articles of impeachment upon? Okay, that's a substantive question, but yet they frame it as, "Wow, you're just afraid of a of a of a strong woman." So, uh, you know, again. Ilhan Omar, once again, unable to really explain away that uh, particular tweet and, again, not clarifying nor apologizing for it. Uh, But yet it's uh, good to be a uh, far-left Dem, uh, that is for certain, within this particular context. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. It's me, Brad Carlson, coming up with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. It's Randy for Arby's again. You know Arby's for repairing PCs, but did you know Arby's sells name brand computers and servers like HP and Lenovo? Arby's sells commercial grade PCs and laptops which are better than consumer grade. Stop by Arby's to see our selection today or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's computer service. Welcome back, Cam. Twelve eight to the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. I am the closer, closing out weekends on the broadcasts. Again, King Banyan heard Saturdays on AM fourteen forty, the Businessman nine to eleven AM, and Mitchburg, the Headliner, heard Saturdays one to three PM here on AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. And I'm Brad Carlson, the closer, closing out weekends one to three right here on AM twelve eighty. As always, we appreciate you tuning in say uh this thursday down at the minnesota state capitol is going to be as good as gold yes gold g-o-l-d gun owners lobby day you're going to be there well if you're a second amendment supporter you really need to be there i'm going to be there uh go to gunowners.mn it's the official website of the minnesota gun owners caucus and click on the uh, the picture the uh, advertisement for gun owners lobby day again this thursday january 24th 
Uh, show up any anytime between 9 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. Go meet with your legislators. Uh, you'll have an opportunity to sign uh, cards, petitions, whatever, to send to Governor Waltz, because Governor Waltz uh, is changed his stance quite a bit on firearms in the last decade. So he's no longer a, uh, a friend of the gun owner. Quite the opposite, in fact. Uh, that's a 180. That that is a 180 for point of clarification. If he did a three, Tim Walls did a 360 from his stance a decade ago. That'd be cool, but no, he's only done a 180. Anyhow, <coughs> I digress. So uh, go to. It's a helpful tool to use. Gunowners.mn. Again, click on the picture for the Gun Owners Lobby Day on January 24th. They'll give you all the information you need, where to park, where to go once you get to the Capitol building where to check in, all that sort of stuff. Everything is there. We are one-stop shop. I'll tell you, uh, Brian Strasser, the chair of the Gun Owners Caucus, as well as Rob Dorr, the political director, they're doing yeoman's work to be sure that you have all of the necessary tools to stand up for your Second Amendment rights. Uh, it's it's going to be battle this session. There's no doubt about it. And I know a lot of people will talk about what happened in 2013 and 2014 because that's when the legislature, both the House and Senate, were under complete DFL control. I mean, they had carte blanche to do whatever they wanted. And the concern was that they would start putting forth some strong anti-gun legislation. And yeah, there was some proposed, but yet it, there was a lot of pushback by Second Amendment advocates like yourself coming down there and making your presence felt. That had a lot to do with it. And the thing is, this is a this is another one of those sustained movements where you have to be eternally vigilant in protecting your Second Amendment rights because there's always going to be leftists looking to undermine gun rights. And if it's not this session, it'll be next session if they can't get it through. They're just going to keep hammering away. And it's kind of like the old the old mantra, you know, you you can be right hundred thousand times, two hundred thousand times, five hundred thousand times, but if you're if you're if you miss just once. Okay, if it's just one time where there's a perfect perfect storm for all the DFLers to put through put through gun grabber bills, it'll get done. Okay, they're not going to rest, so ne- neither can we. And it's going to be a lot f- more formidable this time because a lot of the DFLers in 2013 and 2014 were rural DFLers, outstate DFLers who are obviously more friendly to the Second Amendment. Well, a lot of those legislators are gone, replaced by Republicans. Okay, so the demographics has kind of shifted where now the DFL in the legislature is largely comprised of metrocrats, obviously those in the city of St. Paul, Minneapolis, and first-ring suburbs who are not quite as friendly to gun rights. So this is going to be a battle, and plus you have uh, Bloomberg-affiliated group Every Town, as well as Moms Demand Action, spending a lot of money Okay, on this on the elections this past November, all right? And they're looking for payback. They're looking to collect on that investment. And these legislators are going to try to oblige them. So that's why the one-seat majority in the Minnesota Senate is so important right now. And right, well, technically right now it's a two-seat majority because Senate District 11 is currently an open seat. And that's another issue, by the way. Uh, Jason Rarick, who is the Republican-endorsed candidate running for Senate, for the seat in Senate District 11, has also been endorsed by the Gun Owners Caucus. So if we can somehow win that special election, get Jason Rarick elected, all of a sudden it's a three-seat majority. That's huge because then you have a little bit of margin for error if one Republican happens to flip on these gun control bills. And there's a few metro area Republicans still in the Senate that have been waffling a little bit. So it's going to be a battle. But... There is some reason for encouragement, but it's not in in this morning's uh, Pioneer Press. But it's not a reason to sit back. Uh, Dave Oreck at the Pioneer Press writes that one thing that could sink the Democrats' gun control is, well, the Senate Minority Leader himself, Tom Bach. Uh, the Minnesota Senate's top Democrat doesn't support the heart of the Democratic proposal to expand background checks for gun sales. And that's a big problem for gun control advocates who can count on support from Governor Tim Walz, a Democrat, and the majority of the state house, which is controlled by Democrats. But in the Senate, where Republicans claim a two-vote majority, the outlook is far less clear, especially since the Senate's top Democrat, Senate Minority Leader Tom Bach, said this week he isn't a fan of a core theme of the leading proposal to expand background checks, also known as closing the gun show loophole. 
To be clear, Bach, who hails from rural Cook in northeastern Minnesota, says he supports closing the gun show loophole, which, by the way, doesn't exist. Go to gunowners.mn and get a little more information on why that's a uh, a, a faulty chanting point. Uh, he used those words almost a year ago in, the letter, in a letter to the editor in the Duluth News Tribune, and he said the same thing Monday as Waltz and legislative leaders from both parties talked various issues in a media forum. I think the gun show thing is something that can be resolved, he said. But then Bach said this, where you lose me is when you tell me that I can't sell my gun to my neighbor who has lived with me my enti- who has lived with me my entire life. We have lived next door to each other. And you tell me he's got to go down to the county sheriff's office and get a background check before I can sell a gun to him. And I think that's where you lose most gun owners. And I think that's what not what, uh, what not well represented in the polling. Requiring a background check on your neighbor or a stranger you met online is precisely what is meant by expanding background checks according to the leading proposals in Minnesota, as well as at least 10 other states that have adopted similar ideas. The whole expanding background checks is to regulate the so-called private sales of guns. Those are sales by regular folks who aren't gun dealers, and there is no requirement for a criminal background check. Gun dealers, including retailers and businesses who show up at gun shows, are already required by federal law to conduct a criminal background check on every sale. Hence, gun show loophole is a misleading term. Gun control advocates say the private sale exception allows for unregulated firearms market that's too large. So uh, kudos to Tom Bach. You know, he's he's the leader of his caucus. And if he is the leader of the the Senate caucus, you can't tell me that he can't influence at least a couple of other DFLers within the Senate to go against these gun control bills. Or maybe he won't actively influence them, but they'll certainly follow his lead because they represent, some might represent a similar constituency as Bach. Now, again, there aren't a lot of outstate rural DFLers remaining in the Senate, but there are some, some still there. And it only takes a couple to kind of create that uh, that buffer, so to speak, against these particular against these particular bills. So uh, this is this is good news and reason for optimism, but certainly not a reason to sit back. And I've I've taken the day off work this Thursday, January twenty fourth. Taking the entire day off of work, going to go down to the Capitol. I plan on getting there right away at nine o'clock. In fact, I'll probably get there before nine o'clock and go down there and and and. I'll meet with my legislators and, and talk to uh, any other legislators that I happen to know. I happen to know a few others outside of, of my district because, you know, obviously everybody's vote is going to impact folks in the, ti- in the entire state of Minnesota. So this is something you show up to. Again, go to gunowners.mn to get more information. Gun Owners Lobby Day this Thursday, January 24th, State Capitol at 9 a.m. And oh, by the way, in a shameless self-promotion, I'm also going to be filling in for Lee Michaels on AM 980 that afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. on Thursday, January 24th. So uh, it's going to be a very uh, busy day off of work for me, but a very enjoyable one nonetheless, because this is an issue that I've gotten engaged in more and more over the past couple of years. And let's be honest, you can't hang around somebody like Mitch Berg and not be moved by what's going on with uh, the attempts at gun grabbing. I mean, Mitch is one of the more uh, staunch advocates Ad activists for the Second Amendment. Uh, he's very well versed in all of the gun laws. Very well versed in all of the, uh, I guess, uh, refutations of some of these chanting points and these misleading terms that the gun grabbers will put out, like gun show loophole. Okay, so Mitch is the guy, and you know, if you're listening to this program, you're obviously following Mitch's blog, Shot in the Dark Info. That's where you're going to get some very valuable information on those who seek to undermine Second Amendment rights. So this is going to be this is going to be big time. I am going to be curious to see if there are, say, any gun, grabber, uh, uh, gun grabbers down there on this gun owner's uh, lobby day. That, that's going to be interesting because they seem to show up in a lot of friendly environments. You notice that when those, particularly those that wear the... Uh, creamsicle colored t-shirts. I believe that's the Moms Demand Action Group. You notice when they go protest gun violence, they never really go to an area where there's, oh, I don't know, actual gun violence. Okay? 
they kind of go, they kind of stick around these safe havens. So I don't know if they're going to want to intermingle with, uh, with, uh, gun owners, because, uh, I can tell you this, that the, those who lobby for gun rights are very well versed and have got their facts straight and are willing to have substantive discussions. And that's what I love about, uh, Brian Strasser and Rob Doerr, the guys who are kind of the forefront of the gun owners caucus is they're very civil in their discussions with gun grabbers, even though, and I got to tell you, they've got, they've got a lot more dignity than I would have because I find some of these arguments so incredibly vapid and frustrating that I couldn't help but lash out. And that doesn't help the cause. Okay. So they'll, they'll give you everything you need to convey the proper perspective on uh, being a gun owner, or if you're not a gun owner and just believe in civil liberties, Okay, you you definitely need to come to this because I've said that my support for the Second Amendment is because the attempts to undermine it also lead to hampering other civil liberties. Like we talked about earlier, the red flag laws. You know, the proposal is if someone is appears to be threatening or pose an imminent danger or threat to themselves or other people, you know, you can report that and if that person happens to own a firearm, then they get their firearms taken away. Okay? Well, that completely skirts due process, because if you're going to deprive somebody of their constitutional right to own a firearm, don't you think that they should be allowed to speak in their own defense if they're accused of being an imminent danger to themselves or others? Okay, that's called due process. And yet these red flag laws look to skirt that. That shouldn't be acceptable to anybody, whether you believe in guns or not. And I dare say there are some people who aren't all that interested in owning a gun, but they see how the Second Amendment ties to so many other civil liberties. Well, I mean, look look what's going on in New York. Governor Cuomo openly hostile to the NRA. Obviously, the National Rifle Association, a very staunch pro-Second Amendment organization. I think that goes without saying. And yet, he's trying to punish banks that will give loans or financing to a group like the NRA. Or basically give them bad publicity, so much for free speech, so much for freedom of association. You see how this works, how it ties in, how how these gun laws can affect other civil liberties? So it, it behooves you to be there, and I'm I am I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, and if you're down there and you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, hey, come up and say hi if I haven't met you already, because I love meeting listeners, especially when we're arm-in-arm advocating for a, a very worthwhile cause. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. It is me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming up with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The present to be afraid of cold. So if I can't you grab it. AM1280, The Patriot. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Yes, yes, yes! If you snore, the first time you use mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. I can breathe! You'll get all the air you need through your nose, not your mouth. And with less snoring, there's more chance of sleep. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Looking for term life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, or have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost around 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800 400 
or BigLou.com. For affordable term life, visit BigLou.com. Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their margins, delivery, quality, and generate capacity. So we'd like to recognize a few of our clients by having them share their story. My name is Michael Murphy, owner of Mail Handling Group a printing and mailing company located in Eden Prairie. I started working with Lean Partners 15 years ago. During that time, Lean Partners trained us how to use Lean to drive bottom line savings. With Tom's guidance and his consultants, we became an industry leader with world-class quality, delivery, and service. We also found profit we couldn't have realized without Lean. Lean Partners worked with me and our leadership team to create a solid culture of performance for the long term. There is no question that Tom and Lean Partners have been integral to my company's success. Thanks, Michael. Are you interested in a customized plan to improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. We walked. Northern Alliance Radio Network. The loneliest mile. It's me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. Hashtag NARN Show. And by the way, we want to uh, promote a special, another special event coming up. This one is coming up on Thursday, January 31st at the Eisenhower Community Center, Center in Hopkins for Prepare and Respond. Now, this is an event that equips you with the tools you need to protect your office, school, or small business. Our panel of experts will cover how to put together a scalable emergency plan for your church, school, or small business, building, property, facilities, security measures, cyber and data security breaches, physical security, and how to respond once a threat has happened. Uh, it's unfortunate that we got to think about that these days, but we've seen a lot of high-profile shootings and violent actions and behavior taking place in some of these soft targets. Basically, a soft target is where we're preoccupied with doing other things, well, like, well, running our small business, working as an employee in our company, obviously your place of worship, you know, you're otherwise preoccupied when a violent incident can happen. Well, again, this prepare and respond event can help you better prepare if you are a small business, church, or school. Again, this will be on Thursday, January 31st, at the Eisenhower Community Center Center in Hopkins. Go to am1280thepatriot.com for, to register. And this is an event supported by Henningsen and Snoxel. So there you have it. Excuse me. Got to take a drink of water here. Do we have any, like, elevator music we can play while I do that? <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. That will go with it. I mean, something to kind of keep the listeners occupied. Well, I don't, don't like dead air, but... Uh, Interesting story from uh, the resurgent uh, this past week. Uh, there is a poll that came out. Uh, young people, which is the, uh, I guess this is called Generation uh, Z. Genera- Generation Y is the millennials. Generation Z, which essentially is the age group from age 3 to age 23, kind of in that time frame. So anybody, probably they surveyed a lot of high schoolers and college age folks. Uh, Young people are more liberal than ever, and here is the only way to change that. Uh, The Hill dropped a story based off recent Pew Research study that could and should send chills up the spines of conservative Americans. It revealed young Americans born 1996 or after the so-called Generation Z are shaping up to be the most liberal generation ever. Here's what the study found. On issues ranging from treatment of racial minorities to climate change to diversity in society, the post-millennial generation, dubbed Generation Z by demographers, looks a lot more like the millennial generation than like their parents in Generation X or the baby boom generation, according to a new report from the Pew Research Center. But Generation Z takes an even more liberal view of the role of government in society than do millennials. Seven in ten members of Generation Z say the government should do more to solve problems, while just 29% say government is doing too much or too many things better left to businesses and individuals. So this is, uh, again, from uh, the resurgent 
Uh, I want to give credit where credit is due. Peter Heck uh, writing about this. And, of course, the question he asks, is there hope for for conservatives looking to the future? Well, of course there is. In my experiences with young people for the last two decades, there is really one silver bullet uh, that is almost guaranteed to unravel the designs of central planning obsessed progressives. It's mankind's yearning for freedom. And again, this is a, this is a situation where those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Okay, show them all of the places where big government socialism, democratic socialism, or fascism, wherever, some kind of government control, show them the history of that, where it's worked. Okay, and people may say, well, I, I, you know, I, I like, you know, I'm willing to pay eight bucks a gallon for gas as long as I get free health care. But, but does your freedom not mean anything to you? I mean, here's what happens if you lose your liberty. If you give up power to the government, good luck ever getting it back. You know, in, in this country, representative republic with elections, you know, every couple of years to elect new members of Congress and, of course, presidential election every four years, there's always an opportunity for a course correction when we don't like the way things are going. I mean, people didn't like George W. Bush's, uh, you know, multiple wars that he got the country into, felt like, you know, we don't need to be policing the world, doing nation building. So let's get a uh, let's get a uh, peace loving uh, president like Barack Obama, you know, uh, white doves flying around and all that and change we can believe in and more government involvement and free health care. And people realize, ooh, that's kind of eroding at some of our liberties. So let's make another course correction. And they felt Donald Trump was the was the antidote to that. And again, you can argue whether those were rational reasons for those men being elected. But the fact of the matter is. There were opportunities for course corrections. If you acquiesce to bigger government, I got news for you. The bigger it gets, the harder it is to tame, the harder it is to shrink, and the more your personal freedoms and liberties are being eroded. So that's where you meet them is in the arena of ideas, saying here's what you will give up. Here's what has traditionally been given up if you acquiesce to big government. So all hope is not lost, but that certainly isn't a very good early sign, to say the least. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. It's been me, Brad Carlson, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, the closer edition of the Narn. Hope to see you this Thursday at the Gun Owners Lobby Day at the Capitol again, at nine a.m. to three thirty p.m. down at the Minnesota State Capitol. Love to say hello to you and advocate for our Second Amendment rights. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Thank you for calling American Bullion. The phones are ringing off the hook right now at American Bullion. With wild swings in the stock market and worries about heading into a worldwide recession, cautious investors are quickly shifting part of their portfolios into physical gold and silver for the time being. Don't get caught by surprise like so many did 10 years ago. Protect your retirement before it's too late. Call American Bullion right now to learn about their hassle-free process of moving any portion of your IRA or old 401k into the long-term safety of gold and silver tax-free and ask for your free copy of american bullion's original gold guide the only one recommended by former principal deputy director of the u.s mint red jepson call now 800-600-4849 that's 800-600-4849 call american bullion now get the best gold guide and start protecting your retirement account call now 800-600-4849 The Army National Guard is offering up to a $20,000 enlistment bonus and other tuition benefits to qualified candidates, including new recruits and those with prior military service. Already received your education or are currently in school? You may be eligible for up to $50,000 in student loan repayment. Get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time in the Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Minnesota National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota State Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. I was thinking recently on how much I dislike buying or selling a car or making any large purchases. No matter what happens, I end up thinking I got the short end of the deal. I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you are just the same as me. 
I'd like to let you know that if you have us in your home, we will not pressure you into anything. We will tell you what we see as your options, but we do not want you to do something that will give you buyer's remorse. Philippians 2 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call today at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. Are you self-motivated and creative? Do you believe in the importance of small business? Then call today. We are expanding our team and hiring a multimedia account manager. Call 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K290. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.